When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. She's a fashion blogger, model, and entrepreneur. She's amazing. The latest tips on fashion, beauty, wellness, travel, and her lifestyle. And now, here's the founder and creator of Not Basic Blonde, Olasha. Hi loves, welcome back to another episode of Not Basic Bones podcast. Today I have a very interesting guest with an amazing story. Her name is Alisa Benshai and she's a founder of Fat Buddha. Fat Buddha Wear is a fashion-forward, seamless-focused brand designed for your body, your movement, born from yoga, fashion meets function with every piece incorporating both style and comfort from luxe details to impeccable fits. Fat Buddha Wear has been featured in major publications from the New York Times to Vogue, L, Shape, People Style, Glamour, Cosmo, Yoga Journal, and beyond. So today we get a chance to meet the founder of Fat Buddha Wear, and we will be also discussing so many great topics. We'll be talking about what inspired Alisa to create such a successful brand, how did she come up with such a catchy name, what makes it so unique, what does she rely on when creating new designs? Did she have any challenges creating the brand? What helped her brand to grow? What is the best business advice? What business principles have led Fat Buddha to such a tremendous success? Also, Fat Buddha is also known not just for being an amazing brand, but they're also supporting a great cause, so we will find out more about it. Before we dive in, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review Not Basic Blonde's podcast on Apple Podcasts. Hi, girl. I'm so glad to have you on my podcast. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? How's everything going? It's great. I'm fine. How, how are you? Taking it one second, one day at a time these days. So every from moment to moment, everything is changing, but I'm super grateful and Thank you so much for having me. You know, every time I get an opportunity to speak with someone inside and outside of the industry, I'm really grateful to tell my story. And it's really not about like our, you know, our brand and what I've been through. It's really about helping other people get out of themselves. And that's really the main reason why I like to talk about where I've been and where I'm going and where I am today. So that's really the importance of everything. Yeah, thank you so much for being my guest. And I love your brand and I've been a huge fan. So of course, I'm very excited to learn more. And would you please tell our listeners about yourself? Of course. And thank you for being a big fan. I really appreciate it. My name is Alyssa Beneshai. I am the CEO of Fat Buddha. Fat Buddha is a New York-based active fashion brand set specializing in seamless technology. We 
set the trends in the marketplace. We created a community of super loyal followers and we bridged the gap between high fashion and active fashion. That's amazing. And I love that you're guys seamless brand because, you know, some of the leggings that you get from other brands are, don't look correctly at the front. And, you know, that's a big issue all the time. Are you kidding me? First of all, I'm not your average girl. Like I fluctuate between like a six and an eight, depending how much stress my like out, like boys give me or family gives me or how much I sleep or how much I eat or like literally every single day, you know, our, our bodies are changing every single moment, moment of every day. So no matter if you're post-pregnancy or pre-pregnancy or stressed out or not eating or et cetera, we move with you. That's really our slogan is no matter like if you're doing 10 workouts a day or you're not working out at all, it's really about moving with your body and your shape. Yeah. I love that. It has four-way stretch fabric technology. That's just amazing. Oh my God. You wear it, wash it. And it literally comes back to size. It comes back to the original shape and size. That was the whole point of the brand because, you know, I was always super stressed out. You know, I never really liked the way that I looked and felt, and I really wanted to develop something that, you know, no matter what shape or size you were, you felt comfortable with it. Yeah. That's wonderful. And what was your career like before becoming an entrepreneur? My career. Well, my first career was a lemonade stand on the Upper West Side in New York City. (laughs) I was very good at it. I was terrible at the lemonade, but really good at the business side of everything. I was always working from the time that I was young. I really wanted to create a business to, you know, really create self-esteem and self-worth. I think that was the main mission. It wasn't really about, you know, being successful and making money and all that sort of stuff. It, it, I work like I don't need it. You know, it's really about self-worth and self-esteem. So, you know, from the time I was very young, I was always really working in different kinds of businesses to kind of learn what I wanted to do and what I didn't want to do. I worked at NFL Today, worked at Nickelodeon. I mean, I went to college when I was 16. I graduated at 19. I had so many different internships and jobs. One of my favorite jobs was WWD. I was 16 or yeah, I was 16 years old. I was working in the closet for Josie and Patrick McMullen and I was in the closet and literally I'm the girl, right? So I come into work, my nails are not done. My hair is in a bun. I like literally have never worn makeup before. I'm like this like rock and roll, like grungy chick. And by the way, people who see me today who like, cause I'm low drying my hair up obviously today and like putting on normal clothes and doing my nails. People are like, wait, what's your name? Like I recognize you. <laughs> I was literally like, like my mom is like, it's time to brush your hair. So anyway, I would go to like Rainbow and Urban Outfitters when it was like a thrift store, like pre-Urban Outfitters. And I would like mix and match like these high and low fashion because my mom was in the fashion industry and she was always like giving me like these like Prada dresses and like these like high-end fashion stuff. And I really didn't like love to wear it, but I would like mix and match like my Rainbow boots with like my Prada dresses. And I'd be working in the closet and the people that I work for at WWD were like, it was basically like devil wears Prada, but worse. Okay. And they're like, you're a hot mess express. Okay. <laughs> like, like, can you please take off these boots and put on a normal pair of shoes? And I'm like, I don't want to wear high heels. And they're like, could you please put your hair down? Like, so I mean, it wasn't all about that. It was really about hard work and perseverance and really 
learning when to shut the fuck up and listen to people that came before me. And, you know, I didn't always know the right answer. And it was really about being humble and working hard. And, you know, everybody takes out the garbage, right? Everybody, you know, does every single job. And I think that especially in the fashion industry, especially really, you know, people see on the outside, they're like, oh, it's so easy to create a brand, like because of social media and all that other stuff, but really it's, it's, it's hard work. It's a lot of challenge and, you know, humility is the strength and it's really, really important to be humble in this business and, you know, know that it's a challenge every single day, but we're very grateful to be in it, you know? Yeah. It's definitely challenging to create a brand and make it successful. Plus so much work goes behind the scenes that no one sees. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And what is the story behind Fat Buddha? Well, I, after I graduated college, I was working in a different industries and I was going out every single night and I was going to, you know, parties and clubs and working very hard. And I was very successful in real estate development and everything from the outside looked really good. I don't know if you could relate to something like that, or I mean, any of our listeners can, but everything from the outside looked really good and everything on the inside was falling apart. You know, I grew up really fast in New York city and, you know, I, I looked at myself in the mirror and I didn't like what I saw and, you know, and I wanted to change that and I didn't know how. So I were, I walked into my first yoga class. I was actually in Florida at the time working for Blackstone. I walked into my first yoga class and there was like people there, like guitar stringing, hippie, like, you know, (laughs) people at this yoga class and they're like, come in, you know, it's really cool. I'm like, what the hell did I just walk into? You know what I mean? I'm like, what the fuck? And I walked into my class and there was a mirror inside of the class. It was hot yoga class. And I remember my first teacher, his name is John. And he came over to me. I was of course in the front row because I'm, you know, like type A personality. And he came over to me and he said, if you could only see yourself, like other people see you, you would be invincible. And from that moment, I wanted to help other people with the love and the compassion and the inside work that I went through, you know, doing yoga and all that sort of stuff. It wasn't, you know, fixing the outside. It was really about fixing the inside, if that makes any sense. And I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do with that. I just wanted, I just knew from that point on that I wanted to help other people. So I went to yoga training, got out of yoga training, you know, saw the marketplace of course, I'm a businesswoman because I've always worked really hard my entire life. So I saw the marketplace and I said, okay, I wanted to, you know, create a niche in the market for this fitness fashion situation. And, you know, my mom was in the fashion industry and I was like, I'm hell no, am I ever going into that? Because she was always like, you know, working like a nut job. And, but she was, you know, she was great at it. And I wanted to create a, you know, a seamless brand that no matter what shape or size you were, you felt invincible in your clothing, just the story, just like the story that I've been through. So I think it's really important that, you know, that we are impactful as a brand and authentic to our story about getting out of our own way. Cause our, as women, um, our bodies are constantly changing. And I wanted to create a seamless fabrication that molds to the body. It's about feeling good from the inside out and not actually fitting into your clothes. You, you know, it's the other way around. Yeah. I love your story. It's beautiful. Yeah. And how did you come up with such a catchy name like Fat Buddha? 
<laughs> well, so I used to teach yoga because I went to yoga training. And after, you know, when the class was coming to a close, I turned the lights down and I told everyone to let their Buddha bellies hang out. And, you know, it wasn't about what you look like, it's how you felt. So it was really about just letting everything go. Everything that you walked in with that morning, that afternoon, whenever your time of your yoga class was. And it was about just letting everything go. And it was a play on words. We already kind of talked about it, but what makes it so unique? I know you said seamless technology and fabric and it molds into your body. Anything else? I think our brand is super unique and different from any other brand in the marketplace, not just with its seamless driven technology, but we've built a huge global following with our backstory. We move with you. So since the inception, you know, Fat Buddha has grown this huge community of women you know, men obviously like it and wear it as well, but these women are just like, you know, we're this huge group community of people that we love and we base our relationships off of. And it's so important. It's not just about selling schmatzas. It's not just about looking good on the Insta post or the stories. It's really about creating this community of, of people that no matter if you're at the top, middle, or bottom, like there's no line, you know what I mean? There's no tier, everyone is in it together. And it doesn't matter what demographic you're in or you know your, your history, it's about being there and supporting each other through every single situation. I love this, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. And what do you rely on when you're creating new designs? People. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I mean, obviously, our Pantones and our designs are based on, you know, the newest Pantone colors that's coming out in two years or, you know, high-end fashion, making it affordable, but it's really about the people. It's really about, you know, it's not about like what I would wear. It's about what, you know, people would wear. I see. Yeah. That's important part because it's just, you're listening to your customer and you're meeting their needs. Right. It's about, it, it's about, you know, you're not selling a product. It's about an, you know, encompassing a community of people and everyone is different. Everyone has a different body type, a different personality. So it's about really celebrating that, you know? Yeah. And did you have any challenges creating the brand? Do I have any challenges like every single day, every single second of the day? <laughs> <laughs> I know, being an entrepreneur is hard. Every single day is another challenge, right? It's not about the challenge. It's about what you do with it, right? So it's it's the way that you look at it. Every day is an obstacle. Every day is a challenge as a CEO of a company, as an interviewer, as a style blogger. I mean, it doesn't matter what position you are in this world. Every day is a challenge personally professionally, if you're having a professional issue, your personal life may be going great and vice versa, right? So it's about how you navigate through that process. And, you know, what really helped me navigate through those processes are the people in my life. You know, I've created an unofficial board members of our company that really I could call at, you know, at any hour of any day and just say, you know, I'm freaking the fuck out and I need your help. Or how do I, you know, how do I navigate through this situation? What would you do? And just listen, right? So it's really about, you know, we talk about meditation a lot, lot, 
right? So meditation is really about listening, listening to how people get from one situation to the next. So how I deal with my challenges or obstacles, depending what they are, they're usually about boys, but (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they're obviously about business too. It's really about asking for advice and listening. It feels like sometimes for me that finally I get balanced. I mean, I balance my professional life, then it's like personal life, or you balance finally personal life, then your professional life is just like... We're human, right? Like, girl, we're, yeah. we're human beings. So of course, things are going to affect us. And, you know, as women, we have to multitask and handle a lot of shit, right? We're, you know, our bodies were built to have kids, right? So we are born to handle a lot of moving parts and it's okay, you know? And when we do handle it, not everything has to be perfect, right? So we have to remember that I have to remember that for myself. You know, I can only speak for myself that not every situation has to be perfect. And I'm, I'm bound to make mistakes. I'm bound to let people down. I'm bound to, you know, I learned something actually really important the other day that I can't make everyone happy. I don't know if you want, if you go through that, but like, all I want to do is like, make sure everyone is cool. Make sure everyone's happy. Make, you know, and I, I can't, I can't always do that. I can't, you know, and I have to work on my patience and it has to do with my family, obviously, and, or, you know, professionally, but it's a lot of work and it's okay to, and it's okay to fuck up. It's okay. And, and it's okay. And you have to tell yourself, like, it's okay. I made a mistake. What do I need to do in order to rectify that? Yeah. Like I'm recovering perfectionist and I have to tell myself (laughs) that all the time. (laughs) Right. And our feelings are, are valid, which, you know, sometimes I'm like, well, I shouldn't feel that way. Or, you know, our feelings are valid and it's based on, you know, a lot of the, a lot of people are like, how did you get to the place that you're at? I mean, I don't know if I'm at that place yet, but you can't put a price tag on relationships and organic, you know, relationships. I agree. You can't put a price tag on that and relationships take time, Right. So professionally, you know, it's really about not asking for something. It's really about building that authentic communication with somebody else and really having that sincerity. I think that that's the word that I'm looking for. Yeah. Like my next question was what helped you to grow your brand? And like you mentioned relationships and, but what helped you to grow it? Again, again, it's really about the people, right? It's really about the people that came before me that were successful. I think that's really what helped me grow my brand. It wasn't about, yeah, I mean, within the first month, we sold to a couple hundred stores within a year. Like I was a hustler, right? So I've always been a hustler. It's really not about me. It was about the people in my life that came before me that I built those relationships with for years and years and years. And I never asked anything from them, right? I used to sit down with them and just listen to their story just like you're doing with me today and I'm doing with you um, and you do every single day of your life. It's really about how they became successful with their challenges, their businesses. And that really helped me grow my brand in a way where, you know, people are obsessed with it. And it's really not just about just, it's not again about the clothing, the clothing. Yes, we're cool. The clothing's amazing. You know, people love to wear it. It's also about the brand and feeling that good, you know, when you're putting on the pants, when you're putting on the bra, you know, you're part of this like community, you're part of this table that everyone is allowed to sit at. Yeah. That's wonderful. 
Yeah. What's the best business advice you've ever received? The best business advice, there's a lot of, there's a lot of pieces of advice um, I was given. One of the best pieces of advice is give back what, what you so freely have been given, right? So it's about, if somebody reaches out to me and says, I need your help, I stop everything. I don't care what I'm doing, I help them. Another piece of advice is listening when I'm in a meeting and you could learn a hell of a lot just by being quiet. And again, it's about the relationships, it's keeping those relationships with people and the level of professionalism I think is extremely important and consistency. I agree. I'm the same way as you are always. I mean, people always come to me for help. and I drop everything and I help them right away too. It's, you know what? It's so important. You know, it makes me feel, I don't know if it makes you feel this way, but it makes me feel worth it. It makes me feel that I have something to give to somebody else. Like, listen, am I, you know, at the, the top of my career yet? No, but I'm an entrepreneur and I'll always feel like I'm still, you know, day one of the company. So I'm an overachiever, right? But it, when someone calls me and says, can I have your help? Can I have your advice? It changes my day. It changes the way that I feel about myself. It makes me feel like I have something to give. It creates the self-worth in, you know, my mannerisms. And I feel like I, I, I did something. I feel like I have a purpose. And that was the whole point of creating the company. Yeah, so true. What business principles have led you to your success? The business principles is what I've learned from day one, not just starting my own brand, but really about day one working. It's about, you know, being able to, you know, humility. That's a principle that I stand on. Professionalism. Gratitude is not just saying that you're grateful. Gratitude is an action. You know, if I'm wrong, I admit that I'm wrong and I rectify it. Being super super patient, which is, I don't know if you know this, but you know, it's a, it's a daily action <laughs> to be patient and treating everyone the same, right? Yeah. Being able to treat everyone the exactly the same with kindness. I think that's extremely, extremely important. Kindness goes a long way. It does. So true. And you don't have to be a bitch to be successful. I always say that. <laughs> I know so many people actually mix it up and they don't know the difference. <laughs> no, there's just a way that honestly, there's just like a way to say things, right? There's a way to say things to people like, okay, I could either take a second and just say, okay, I'm going to respond like this, or I'm going to talk like this, or, you know, it's not everything has to be replied to within 2.2 seconds, which I'm learning every single day. Cause I, I, at the end of the day, I have zero emails in my inbox and I'm little OCD. <laughs> is that Buddha known for not just being trendy and affordable, but also for supporting good causes? Would you please tell us more about it? Absolutely. Absolutely. So again, it's going back to the purpose of the brand, which is to help other people. And a few months ago, obviously, we're in a global pandemic, which has severely affected hundreds of thousands of people. And I thought it was really important to give a proceeds, a portion of the proceeds to Feeding America, 
which is extremely important. One of the you know biggest challenges that people are facing is the lack of food. And then another organization that we have been donating to, a portion of the proceeds is going to the Jed Foundation, suicide prevention. And, you know, personally, I have dealt with that um, in my life. And I think that it's extremely important to support causes like that. So, I mean, I wish that I could do more. I wish that I could donate more. And I wish that I could be present more, you know, obviously a portion of the proceeds is the most that I can do right now. And also educating, you know, as immediate as my nieces to educate them and tell them about these organizations and tell them, you know, it's about giving back and it's not about just taking everything. So I think it's really important about that stuff. It is very important. And I love that you guys support these great causes. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. What is your daily mantra? Try not to freak out. (laughs) try not to have an anxiety attack. Did I eat? Did I sleep? Did I work out? Breathe? I wish I could tell you that my daily mantra is like some Enya song, but it's not. (laughs) You know, sometimes it's just putting my phone down and closing my eyes for five minutes and not thinking about anything because I'm running a million miles an hour. So I think that you know, your daily mantra doesn't have to be perfect. It has to be personal to yourself. And I think that that changes every single day. Yeah, whatever works for you the best, Dan. Totally, totally. And, and, you know, I you see, I, I went to this meditation class. It's actually a really funny story. I know we're like um, getting uh, short on time, but I went to this meditation class. It was one of my first ones in New York. I think it was like at Inkscape. And I, at, have you been there? Oh, uh, no, I haven't actually. Okay. So it's like, this is like super lavish, like very, like it's, it smells good. It looks good. They sell like all the cool products, you know, like you go in and it's like, they're so cool there. And I go inside and I'm sitting like on one of those like beanbag situations. I think it was like in the middle of the day and I'm having like a severe, like anxiety attack. Thanks to my mom. Cause like it literally runs in the family. So I'm like, my heart is racing a million miles an hour. I don't know what I was freaking out about, but I was definitely anxious about something. And I'm like, okay, I definitely need to go to this meditation. It's like two o'clock in the afternoon. So there's these bean bags inside the class. There's a bunch of people. Um, the teacher's like starts the class. So I take the blanket and I'm like legit like laying down, right? Like I thought it was like nap time. And she comes over to me and she's like, you're going to have to sit up. And I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I thought it was like recessed. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm like, no, I'm like, this is how I meditate. I'm meditating, like laying down, like, like I'm taking my chill and everybody in the class is like legit, like looking at me like, no, this is not, I'm like, you know what? Actually, I'm going to do this because this is how I feel comfortable and this is how I'm going to relax. And, and she was like, okay, fine. You know, you do your thing. And eventually, like, I got to a point where I could sit and meditate, but that was the best I could do. And it's the same thing with your daily mantra. Like, it's for you. Who cares what it is? It doesn't have to be perfect. It's personal. Yeah. It's funny you said it. It runs in your family. It's the same story for me because my mom and my grandma the same way. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I feel like I got my anxiety from my mom. And when she's anxious, it makes me anxious sometimes. I mean, but- I definitely got my ass from my mom. <laughs> 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 and definitely the anxiety attacks. I'm like, 
I don't understand. I do like so much yoga and I eat clean and you know, it, it's just hereditary. It, but you know, my, my mom actually learned how to manage it. Mine got better. Really? <laughs> yeah. How did you, what do you do for it? Well, now basically nothing, but when I've had really, really bad time, I had to take like antidepressants, but very, very low dose for a short period of time. And after, I don't know, I got back normal kind of, but still I try to work out to not have that. And I still I mean, get it time to time, but workout and CBD helps. Yeah. You know, I, and it's really, thank you for sharing that with me. Cause it's, it's really not talked about, right. Especially like it, it has like this connotation to it, anxiety attacks, right. All that sort of stuff, yeah. mental health. And I mean, I've struggled with every sort of situation mentally. And I think it's really important to talk about it because it takes the, you know, kind of the power out of it, right? So important to talk about, especially with, you know, women that are doing a million things like we are, and it's okay to go through that, right? So we have to tell each other, like, it's okay. Yeah. Um, I felt like when my, everything started happening fast, I felt like I had spiritual awakening and all that so that's when I was going through that but I guess I went through huge transformation personally and then that's why that was kind of my body's reaction to it yeah I know and it's really scary when it happens and you have no control over it the meditation actually really I mean I'm joking around with the whole meditation thing but it actually just it really helps it does you know, I was joking around with the story, but it really, really helps. And it's uh, it's a process also. Everything's a process, right? Yeah, but I cannot meditate sitting down too. I love to lay down. That's the whole point. <laughs> I mean, it's more comfortable. Hello, those beanbags were really fucking comfortable. And I was tired and they give you this comfy blanket like you get on a plane. And like, I mean, I was like chilling and it was two o'clock in the afternoon. It's for sure a nap time. Like after you eat, like you're mm-hmm. like, okay, I need to nap right now. I, I mean, it was great. I felt like a million bucks after. It was so funny. True. <laughs> Everyone's literally like perfect position, like humdiddle, like whatever, like doing their thing. And I'm like, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna chill right now because this is the best I can do right now. Thanks. Bye. And where can all listeners find you? Your social handles, all your information. Your listeners can find uh, me at fatbuddhaware.com or fat, at Fat Buddha. So it's P-H-A-T-B-U-D-D-H-A-W-E-A-R at our I-G. And that's where you can find us. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Elisa, for being my guest. Thank you. Thank you. It was so fun. It's very therapeutic to talk to you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I like it. I like it a lot. You know what the funny thing is, is I'm like a little even though people don't know this about me, I'm a little shy, especially like on interviews, on camera. I don't like to take pictures. Like I'm not into that, but talking to you is extremely therapeutic and I've really enjoyed it. Actually, it was very cool. You're very cool. Thank you. I enjoyed it. (laughs) (laughs) And I really hope people got something out of, you know, hearing us today. I think it's extremely important that we carry this message and share the message. And if any of your listeners, you know, want to reach out to me or anyone from my team and have any questions or are navigating through something professionally, personally, I mean, that's why we've built this fucking amazing community of women who are supportive. So anything that we can do for your listeners, we're always here for them.
Yeah, thank you so much. That was all for today, guys. I hope you really enjoyed this episode as much as I did. Not Basic Blonde podcast is available on all the major platforms with new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. To support the show, tag NBB Podcast on your Instagram stories and check out more behind the scenes on Instagram as well at notbasicblonde underscore or NBB Podcast. And if you haven't, subscribe, rate and review Not Basic Blonde Podcast on Apple Podcasts. Thank you so much, guys. Have a great day. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.